0: This week for Panoptovox, I went to Hamilton City Hall and sat on the forecourt with a fellow by the name of Sean Dowling. And at the behest of his daughter, Sean's been out protesting the Vests and the fascists who congregate at City Hall Weekly, and he's communicated with a few of them. So we talked about that, and we talked about some, some fairly disturbing stuff that Sean's family has been going through. They seem to be endangered by... Um, I don't even know how to describe them. Monsters, I suppose, would be the best word. Uh, there have been a couple of serious incidents that have him keeping his kids out of the city of Hamilton at this point. And um, at one point, one of the dirtbags spit on his children and threatened them. That's pretty awful stuff. But um, we had a, a good conversation about, uh, about what allyship means to Sean and uh, his take on what the fuck is happening in Hamilton.
1: This is, I mean, Hamilton City Hall has, for me, on a personal level, always been a place of conflict. And, and it's like, I get mad about something and then, you know, build it into a big thing and try to get other people riled up sometimes and see if we can make little bits of something change. It seems to be centered around here. And over the years, like, I've been, you know, at that kind of stuff for like 10 years in the city or something like that and getting to know the people that are here and just become more and more comfortable to the point where I'm just lounging in deck chairs (laughs) on the forecourt with you. Things have been kind of screwed up here lately. Yes. Very, very. When did you first notice
2: that that was a thing? Um, I'd driven past dozens of of times times. Uh and saw the yellow vests out, heard, saw, the horrible things that they were saying to people, you couldn't help but hear it, stopping at the lights. You just couldn't. And um, yeah, it's just been going on way too long, way too long. So
1: my first impression was, I paid a lot of attention to what was going on in France and France, I don't know why I said France, it's too fancy. And I was like, you know, vive le le, whatever yellow vest is, something Jean. It seemed like a very exciting, people-centered movement that was, you know, trying to reclaim control from the government. I was thrilled about it. Then I hear somebody is doing it here and I'm like, well, what are they objecting to? It seemed to center around Trudeau and I'm like, I have my problems with Trudeau. I think a lot of us do. And then I, I looked into what they were actually saying and saw, you know, people like Paul From popping by. Yeah, and. It's not at all the same thing. No, no, not at all. Um, They seem really fucking confused.
2: To to say the least. Yeah. To say the least.
1: And and I like... We live in an era that's rife with conspiracy theory. (laughs) You know? And and I get sucked into some of them
2: too. And, And that's pretty funny considering I'm a Freemason. Okay. Oh, you, so this whole thing is secret society stuff. I, well, I,
1: people have said that to me, and it's yeah. like, no. So is the masonry thing
2: a family tradition for you? Uh, okay. My grandfather was. Okay. Uh, my father wasn't, but I am. Cool. And I'm a uh, uh, knight of Malta, uh-huh. which is one level below a knight Templar. Yeah. It's,
1: uh, it's always struck me as an interesting thing and, and I only recently came to understand the why of the secret aspects of it because in my brain I was like oh what are they keeping from us it must be nefarious if it's secret and I guess it's, it's kind of rooted in if you're teaching somebody something especially in a quasi-spiritual sense you want to be able to do it well
2: yeah.
1: Is that kind of the gist of it?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, and one of their mottos is they make good men better. Okay. There is a order sure. of the Eastern Star, which is yep. for women. Uh, and I assure you, if one of the matrons from the Eastern Star was to ask of something, uh-huh. we are at their beck and call. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's it's uh, matriarchal, not patriarchal. Okay, interesting. Especially when it comes to uh, matrons
1: uh-huh. in particular. I didn't I wasn't aware of that aspect of it yes. a lot of the core of my understanding of it is related to service yes and that's a big thing in a lot of those groups like the Lions Club yeah. and Rotary and things yeah. like that Definitely. Definitely. Um, do you consider your coming out here on Saturdays in protest of this stuff that's been going on here at the City Hall forecourt to be part of that service to community? Um
2: maybe not directly connected to Freemasonry. Okay. But the the core belief of Freemasonry itself uh-huh. is that and it's gonna sound familiar, all men are created equal. Sure. And uh, those terms, mm-hmm. and I'm sure everybody under- has, has heard about how many Freemasons were involved with the U.S. Constitution and its original drafting, Yeah, and that is a part of the core belief uh-huh. uh, that regardless as to where you come from, regardless as to your religious beliefs, uh, your, your sexual orientation, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, it, does, it's, it seems like they do a better job of that now right we won't get into freemasonry oh, and catholicism no, historically yeah. or freemasonry and black but things, evolve. things evolve. america things involved and yeah. people evolve. Mm-hmm. and i yeah. sincerely believe they've involved being involved for the better yeah it's uh,
1: it troubles me that you know i consider right here to be really special it is and, and that's why i wanted to be here with you yeah. is, for those that are just listening, yeah. we're in the City Hall Forecourt, sitting right in front of the big fancy Hamilton sign. You know, Brad Clark's office is right above us, Fred's is just over there. Yep. You know, Terry Whitehead's is just above us. <laughs> um I have these ideals about what city is supposed to be just city the very concept of coming together as a collective unit and I have these like dreams about what it could really mean Yeah, and I think for me I I started reaching out to Mayor Eisenberger when stuff went down at the uh, Pride yes. with this idea in my mind that he would get it or that's like me reaching out in certain ways would help him to get it. Yeah. And he hasn't at all. <clears throat> uh,
2: here, here's the thing. I don't know. I, I really don't. Uh-huh. Uh, I was happy to see him out two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a lovely I, Popeye. Lovely Popeye. And uh, when I saw him standing there, I grabbed this sign that said, Hamilton Embraces Diversity. huh. Handed it to him. And I said, well, let's go. Yeah. And walked him out to the street and had him stand alone waving at each passing car mm-hmm. so
1: to explain for folks that aren't familiar with what's been going down here these yellow vest guys have been at city hall yeah. every week for like 10 months 11 months something like that yeah um and you very regularly over the last while been out to object to that the, the last while the last while
2: the uh brave courageous uh, uh, city civic people that come out uh-huh. uh, before me. Yeah. Um, men, women, and they. Sure. I, to, as, as I try to improve uh-huh. my... Uh, oh, we're all uh, learning. Yeah, as uh-huh. I try to learn. Um, th- they've all stood here all this time. Yeah. And it's like nobody was listening. And when I... When my daughter is the one who called me out to come down, mm-hmm. uh, she's seven. She's seven. Yeah. And she told me, you always told me to stick up to bullies. And I said, I did. And the night of the violence of pride for the very first time in my daughter's life, I had to explain to her that because her mom's gay, uh-huh. because I just, I'm just a dad, I don't want anything with anybody. I just, I just want to be a dad. Yeah. And that because she is culturally diverse, that people like that want to hurt.
1: Yeah that's a rough thing to explain
2: to a kid yeah it is and she said to me you know we have to if they're bullies we need to stand up against those bullies yeah and And it was four days of my wife and i trying to convince my daughter no and my daughter victoria said you have to stick up to bullies let's go well
1: i mean so for me I've been upset about what's been going down with those folks here for for a long time. And at a certain point, I like really vocally objected on Facebook and a whole bunch of people got upset about it. And and I didn't come down because I got afraid. I was seeing chatter. I'm just like a little too well-known, I think, for certain things. It's It's a real wonderful thing sometimes. And then other times, it's bad so i started to see a little chatter about like how i was leading people to come down here and i was like oh god i'm gonna get targeted so i've like kind of stepped back from it i've been down a couple times checked it out come down and been supportive of people i get the be careful and so you started coming
2: down with the kids Yep. Yeah, which is every weekend yeah. every weekend and confronting the uh-huh. abyss of hatred uh-huh that's located here the heart and soul yeah the heart city.
1: uh-huh there was a really bad moment in that and, and I know because we're Facebook friends and I saw your posts about it I think you messaged me shortly after yeah. it happened um with you and the kids standing there just taking a photograph people hanging out expressing like literally expressing diversity embraces all we'll get to what that's all about in a moment but a fellow by the name of ed is that yes we don't i don't even remember who cares what his last name is he's clearly a (laughs) douchebag
2: tell me what happened there uh he had threatened as had several neo-nazi organizations one in particular to kidnap my children and to murder them. And Sam, so said this to you right here. On the front steps of yeah. City Hall. And he began spitting on us and yelling at us and threatening the kids. And a couple of people uh, got involved to prevent him from doing that. Yeah. And we just held, I turned my son and held our placards. And our placards at the time said, to is Freedom, Hamilton I love you and Hamilton loves you. Yeah. And we oh god
1: these terrible children must be stopped right? what the fuck I so I hate to ascribe I hate to ascribe hate I, I really dislike the idea of ascribing hatred to mental problems yeah. and, and I think that it's uh, you know most of the people I know with mental problems are the ones that I have are like I'm really too anxious feeling a little bit too depressed you know bipolar disorder these kinds of things yeah. this isn't that no this is pure vitriol at something that is a very simple expression of, of love In innocence uh, yeah. there, there's no more innocent love to a four year old and a seven year old three year old oh, and a seven year old I'm sorry
3: no.
1: it's it's been hard on our family yeah like very hard because, like, as someone who semi-regularly <laughs> receives death threats, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so funny to me, but
2: but he, also he, shitty and weird. Uh, the, these were of such a nature, yeah, that um, you need to take it kind of seriously. Uh, instead of Mayor Eisenberger going to the No Hate and the Hammer uh, rally that was at Jackson Square, yeah, uh, uh, he was checking in on my kids as was one of the deputy police chiefs. Oh, okay, I thought he went flying kites that day or something like that, I, but... I, I, from my understanding was he did that to yep. kind of not be uh, noise when he show, if he was to show up after that, uh-huh. because unfortunately my family had to take action. Yeah. Right then and there. Uh-huh. The threats were of that nature. And the children, <laughs> I I decided that it was best for my children to be evacuated out of the city.
1: Yeah, which is, I mean, I don't take these kinds of things against myself very seriously.
2: Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you did because... And, and that, that's, not a, that's not an easy phone call. Um, um, Hamilton Police Services or the mayor. Sure. Or any mayor of, or any police service person. Yeah ever wants to make Uh uh-huh and um so it it was my decision to take the kids out of the city and it was the best decision yeah it was it's
1: there's there's a line of where you begin to wonder what the actual extremes of behavior are for folks like you know, you get something like Charlottesville, there's a whole bunch of Nazis marching around, Proud Boys, all of these kinds of folks. Disgusting creatures. Uh, well, I, I hesitate to use the word creatures myself because I don't like to say that they're inhuman because that's a tool that they use to describe others. Okay. But certainly disgusting behavior and pronounced behavior in the community, much like we have here with... Yellow Vests and others and and Proud Boys and Soldiers of Odin and Nouns of Odin, whatever the heck they may be, coming out and expressing hate and standing for awful things. But there's like a next level. There's that asshole driving a car into a crowd of people and killing someone. A bus
2: across a sidewalk.
1: Yeah, and somebody drove a bus up onto the sidewalk here, which I would imagine scared the shit out of everybody
2: present. And it was exactly where I was standing. And when you look at the pictures of that ba- or the uh, of the bus, my cooler bag that I normally bring with me—it's yeah. in the picture. Uh huh. And then shortly thereafter, some members who were routing with the yellow vests, or some of their, their people, their supporters, reminded me that that is the exact spot where my children and I normally stand. Yeah. And that's where I had just been standing. Uh huh. It's, and I mean, I
1: don't know what that dude's intentions were, we're riding the bus up here. I don't want to think that he was hoping to mow people down. Um, but there's a potentiality yeah. of that, that next level of behavior when you have people behaving in these kinds of ways. And we have to take these threats very seriously. Um, as individuals, as you have with taking care of your kids, yep. um, as a, and, and I think we need to take these things very seriously as a community. Um, there's there's people that are supposed to be here for us uh, in this stuff, and they haven't been. No. and, and uh, I'm not somebody that's ever like believed in the police force. You know, uh, I think I've seen through that for a really long time but to have them just constantly doing nothing like so you've been out to these things I hear about the violence occurring every week from someone somebody got a headbutt somebody yep. got shoved down somebody got this, that, and body the other thing
2: One woman's yeah. body slam. Three times by the same guy. It's... <clears throat>
1: these are things that are mostly witnessed by the police. Yeah. Here. Um, and... And nothing... Like, I can't think, I, Was has there ever been a single charge laid against any of these assholes while anybody's down here?
2: Not that I'm aware. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, not that I'm aware. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a no. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a no. There might uh, be a couple here and I feel there.
1: like they dragged one guy off and then released him at one point, and that, that might be the extent of it. So there are almost constant acts of physical violence by these guys every week, by these people (laughs) you know and absolutely nothing has been done about it Um, I find myself mystified because you want to put public pressure on to have somebody do something you know, you want to Figure out if there's any way that things can work properly, you yep. know, because because why else are we spending you know hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars every year for police? Six
2: hundred and twenty million dollars. There
1: we go. So the that's one third of the city's budget. Full budget. Yep. I don't know what they do. It, it's you know you hear about somebody's car getting broken into they'll show up a couple hours later you hear about somebody's this that or the other thing being stolen they'll not even show up they're like a reporting service for insurance companies in certain ways and and that's not that's not even like a little bit of the ideal of what we keep getting sold by television and all of these other things I guess they investigate murders some of which they don't commit (sighs) yeah but I have a little conspiracy theory okay. that I'm running in my head. All right. I think that from Pride Forward, yeah. I think that they didn't show up to do their job very well at Pride on purpose. Okay? Because they wanted to arrest anarchists. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and, yeah. and I there's no proof in that. But when no, you look I'm, at the you know, ins I'm, and outs of I'm what's sh- happening... I'm shaking
2: my head for a reason. Yeah. The reason why is the people that they say are anarchists that sure. I've met... Yeah. Mostly nice oh. kids. Amazing. Sure. Amazing. The, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, Cedar. Yeah. I uh, forget Cedar. Hopperton. Hopperton. Before Cedar was arrested, just seconds before, yeah. right behind the H side, was handing Victoria, my daughter, a bottle of water, checking on Michael, asking him if he yeah. wants water... And then we started walking away, and Victoria said to me, I didn't say thank you. And I said, oh, okay. So uh, we made it as far as one of the planters. We turn around, and Cedar's being marched into City Hall, being arrested. Yeah. And Um, how how do you explain that to your daughter? Here's somebody who's being kind. Yeah. Uh, And I've met Cedar uh, on a couple of occasions. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I met Cedar uh, once or twice afterward. Super nice person. Yeah. And actually, Victoria made uh, two signs mm-hmm. for Cedar. Normally, uh, she paints placards and helps paint the placards. Yeah. And specifically made two for Cedar when Cedar was released. Oh, that's lovely. So that's super sweet.
1: Um, and you, you you probably know Woody. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm, so Woody is another oh, rest here at the spirit. Cedar Oh, Alport my God. What a beautiful spirit. I, I've only like, I think I briefly met Woody once a couple of years ago. Seemed like a sweetheart beautiful spirit these aren't violent people
2: no no, no not at, at all not at, at all part.
1: can you describe what went down with woody a couple of weeks ago over here
2: wow woody was targeted targeted yeah he was across the street uh, and then all of a sudden I, and he's just dancing away being woody i mean that's what woody, woody does yeah he's, he's so happy joyful. joyful delightful he's dancing away and then all of a sudden, a group from the Vest supporters who were connected to the soldiers of Odin, yeah. ran over to him, and they literally ambushed him. They're yelling at him, pushing at him. They swarmed him, uh-huh. right? They absolutely targeted him. Yeah. And as he's walking, like, he's reacting as anybody else would, which was to uh, you know push away and say, hey, get away from me and stuff. Uh-huh. And then next thing I know... Um, They're yapping at him still. Uh, There's video of the soldiers of Odin ruining the nice little pretty flowers over there, destructing public property. No charges. No No. charges. Uh, I mean, I I realize it's minor. However, (laughs) making a public disturbance because they're doing it at the same time, screaming at him at the top of his lungs, Uh going off about it, proclaiming themselves being Nazis. Yeah. And the police were manhandling Woody. They didn't didn't do anything to Uh any of the other people and then woody ends up they end up arresting woody for something i don't even know what it was and i literally watch him just being dragged away
1: yeah so the end result of that no charge so woody wasn't under arrest but somehow resisted arrest so charged with resisting right i I mean these are the kinds of things that make me think that they're here to arrest anarchists you know, or people that are involved, Antifa, involved in that community. Okay, and with Antifa, aren't we all? Well, we so all this Antifa? is this is a thing that I've been saying over and over and over again. I'm Antifa, you're Antifa. 100%. My mom's Antifa. We're mostly all anti-fascists. And, and if you're not, that's a problem.
3: Yep. Um... Yeah, it's nice. a branding
1: issue and, and I, I work in branding a, a lot and you know and you wish you could change the name and logo and then do a little bit of uh, communicating to get the word out there in better ways but like you can't come up with a better name for it than Antifa. Oh. Antifascist, Antifa, it's a super simple thing. Okay. But Beautiful. there's a like direct line drawn in folks Minds by the media because the sensationalism how many, of how somebody many, being vitriolic while wearing a black mask
2: or pushing someone. I, I have a question for you that you'll be able to answer. Yeah. How many members of FANTIFA in the last ten years have murdered innocent people? Zero. In oh, of of course. course. Yeah. How many hundreds of people? Well, even the even the
1: like the term members. I, I, there's got you a know, Millions of people who are Antifa all over the world. Yeah, yeah. It's we. None of us have member cards, I guess. No, no, <laughs> but,
2: no. But the number is zero, zero for sure. How many neo-Nazi white supremacist groups have gone out, committed horrible atrocities and murder? Yeah. I, I don't even know the I, number, I but there's, the number.
1: there's certainly it's no shortage of mass killings. It's yeah. into the thousands, at uh, least, at least. <sighs> Um, I mean, for me, since I, I was one of those punk rock kids, Okay. you know, so, and I, not to give away my age, but I hit Toronto in like 1995, which is like kind of the end of the heritage front thing in Toronto. Okay. So I was going out with the ARA and protesting. I was one of those kids. Good for you. That was, you know, that thought of myself at the time as an anarchist and went out to protest things. That's That's not anarchy. That's just good on you. But I, I, one of the great moments in educating myself um, in life has just been researching different political systems so that you can utilize them as a reflection of the current system that we have. So I, I think learning about anarchy and its concepts are really powerfully important because There's some great functional aspects to it. Yeah. Um, You know, I I think until we're all tearing down society collectively, some of the larger ideas of it aren't really very threatening. Which, which is how I look at it is, I think that there's like a profoundly naive understanding of what anarchy is or anarchism, um, and what people really want to do. So when you see things like. Um, Like what happened on Lock Street. And and I can't really say for sure what was trying to be accomplished there. But let's just simply say, taking it at its most glancing perspective, is that it was a reaction to the horrific gentrification that's happened in Hamilton. is happening in Hamilton. Tons of people ending up homeless. Tons of people at risk. Myself, I'm at risk right now. Like really at risk because of skyrocketing rents and, and all kinds of things. I get objecting to that. And and I think people believe that anarchists want to constantly do those kinds of things.
2: I, I don't see that. Yeah. I just, I really don't see it. Now, I, I'm not going to say I'm an expert on sure. the, the, the anarchy uh, collective, or however How they, they identify themselves. What I have seen is a sense of community. Yeah. I've seen people coming together. I've uh, putting socials together brings to bring people together. If yeah. somebody if somebody needs help and says, hey, can you please help me with this, uh-huh. there's someone in there. And what people, really, you mentioned about uh, people who have depression or just in normal. Some of us I need to feel depressed. I do at times. Uh-huh. Heaven knows I've cried more tears over this summer than I have in a long time. Yeah. They, some of those nice people. Gave me hugs and supported me. He came behind me and stood behind me and protected me. Uh-huh. And when the the time when that individual went at me, there was two incidences. It wasn't just one. Yeah. And the first one, a member of Antifa okay. and a member from the local anarchist group, of the Tower, yeah. stopped him, uh-huh. cold in his tracks when I had my back turned to get the kids uh, some water to drink.
1: Yeah,
2: and mm-hmm. just to go to my cooler bag open it up and give it to them. In that time, this person had tried to rush towards me. It was a member of the tower and it was a member of Antifa who stopped him. Uh-huh. <sighs> you know, here's the thing. Did he have a knife? He's crazy enough to th- to kill I my kids.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. You, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's...
2: Those are the people I'm supposed to be mad at? No. No. Uh, yeah. No. Like, they, they protect my children.
1: There's two sides to this, Sean. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I mean that's that's one of the fundamental things is this idea that there's two sides that there's a debate to be had, and and like one of those debates is like the fundamental humanity of my of folks like myself or like your wife, um, imagining that these things could be debated that there's two sides that you know must be expressed freely. Um, I, I don't want to impinge on anybody's freedom of expression. I've made films that are specifically about, you know, the powerful importance of freedom of expression in Canada in particular. Um, but there's a line. Yeah. And and that line shifts yeah. and moves around. But there's some specific laws and
2: I feel like they're broken almost constantly right here. Agreed, agreed, but the problem is I, I'm not. I'm really not the smartest person in the world. Huh? I'm, I'm really not. None no us no, sorry. I'm a complete ignoramus. I always say that about myself because I'm really not that bright. But I, I have nothing to argue against your point. That—that's what troubles me. Yeah. I, I don't see anything that I can argue against your point. No. Against, sir? Against your statement. There's—there's there's yeah. no argument I can mm-hmm. think of to counter. Your point that you just made yeah uh, and that mortifies me it really does it's
1: <clears throat> let's so we've we've got a, a city hall failure yes here um and And in response to folks asking them to do better, they seem to just want to buckle down on the doing of anything in this space. Um, Which it all seemed much more pointed at controlling people's ability to protest than it did with defining hate and keeping it out of here. Um, Which really worried me. Lots of people freaked out and they shifted it a little bit. I don't know what's going on with that but the police haven't been in arresting people when they're just sitting there watching assaults take place week after week after week. After week.
2: So, I mean, what's what's left is, is the people. Yeah. Oh, I've been called an anarchist by several members huh? of city council because I come out here and because of some of the actions that I've taken. Okay. I got to... Dig into that
1: one for a minute. Okay. You've been called an anarchist. Yes. By several,
2: two, three. Uh two or three counselors. No. I can't can't say, but why not? Uh, 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 the source of that information, ah, uh-huh. I uh, okay. really wanted their confidentiality yeah. cl- uh, kept secret. I'm just making my guesses yeah. in my head. I'm like, yeah, white out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Uh,
1: they they don't seem to understand. Uh, I mean, okay. So I know Brad them. fairly well, and I've known him for a number of years. Brad seems to get it. Maureen Wilson seems to get Definitely it. Definitely um, understand. Yep, seems to get it.
2: Lovely people. Lovely people. Oh, yeah.
1: I I I only know Brad well, but uh, all seemingly lovely people of a certain level of intelligence that have experience with the world and. <clears throat> and, and, and Brad's a former cabinet minister for the conservative government in Ontario.
2: <clears throat> worked directly. From, for, and he also worked directly for the Roman Catholic Church.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and a man of faith.
2: Yes. You know. Very much so.
1: And, and Brad is like the example that I use in my head that say that these things aren't necessarily bad things. You know, I'm like all conservatives aren't evil devil people. <laughs> Or, you know, uh, all people that are involved with the Catholic Church aren't evil. Yeah. So they, these counselors seem to understand it. The rest of them, I feel like they just don't care enough to pay attention to educate themselves in these things. And, and it it worries me because this shit's fucking important. Yeah, it is. It's very important. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm at a loss. Um, but to go back to you anarchist you. um, (laughs) skip back past that. (laughs) To go back to the idea that people doing something is is a powerfully important thing. I'm about to lose my dress here. Um, people have been coming out more and more. Yeah. You know, in sometimes in high peaks of numbers and the hundreds, sometimes in low dips of numbers that you know Early yep. on it was just the Hamilton against Fascism folks. Yeah. Half a dozen of them at a certain point. The objection has been consistent. Yep. That's kind of partly worked in a certain way in that yesterday the yellow vests weren't here. Yep.
2: And they won't be coming back as far mm-hmm. as I know.
1: So so first of all, like props to the first people here. You know, people. Hamilton yeah. against fascism folks, the tower folks, yeah. Antifa folks Antifa, coming yeah. out early on, identifying that there's some serious problems going on here. Mad respect for that. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people looked and were like, ah, it's just a couple of assholes. You know, the, uh, <coughs> sorry, the classic counselor Marilla Mar- 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 perspective. Yeah. Just a couple of vassals. Don't give them any of your attention. They'll be gone
2: soon if you ignore them. And, and the father with the two kids out there is uh, our, our anarchist. Yeah. I, I guess Michael's looking for his little membership card anytime soon. now. Oh, oh if
1: only that membership card. It would be so cool. I'd have one. I'd, I'd buy one just, just to have the card. I... I mean, I'm glad that They're not here, but they went down to Uh, another spot, down to um, Cannon and Ottawa. Cannon. Yep. And the people of the neighborhood objected pretty quickly. Yes, they did. I feel like there's going to be not a spot in this city where they're welcome at a certain point. I mean, fingers crossed. I I hope that. It's. It sounds crazy. I, I want better for those people as part of this. I know they're causing all kinds of chaos. They're causing me to be fearful of coming to this space, this fundamental political space within our system.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, they're causing you to have to put your children in hiding. Um, and move them around. Yeah. It's... And, and still I want them to be able to be better yep you know but I don't know how to do that I, I, I keep falling back into this idea that we have this responsibility as a community and, and thank you for coming out here every week because I'm not you know <clears throat> I'm too afraid at times too busy at other times doing stuff
2: so thank you for but, making the importance of this. But, but it's okay because when you're not here, uh, other some, people are. It's somebody else's turn sure. to stand. Yeah,
1: hey, yeah. And and they'll take mm-hmm. your place. Huh? In a fundamental sense, that's powerfully important. <coughs> I need to pause for a moment. Yeah. Ah. Am I doing you okay? okay? Or? No, you're doing terribly. This is all awful and garbage. <laughs> I'm talking too much. Oh, shit.
3: No way ah. talking too much. Did, did that move away on you?
1: It, the winds... Mm-hmm. plowed it.
0: I wasn't sure, I thought you threw it away. That's i right, you
1: know. Yeah, that's I'm why sorry, you just decided stay, this one's I'm better just put yeah, up,
2: Exactly.
1: Like it, it'll stay this time. Oh, I have an idea. Hold on. Beauty.
2: <clears throat> it's gonna be the magical prop in the film though Sorry, It's going to be the magical prop of the film that moves. Exactly. <laughs> you just don't cut against the same
1: shot. Nobody ever notices shit like that. <clears throat> I've been thinking more and more about how to do community better. Okay. And, and I'm bad at it. I, I am bad at doing... I'm bad at knowing my neighbors. Okay. You know, there's. I talk to the building manager. Yeah. And there's one sweet little old lady. There's an, another dude in my building that I'm just like, oh god, he's gonna talk to me. And I mostly bolt in and out of the building that I live. Right. <clears throat> Lived in a big old house down here a while ago, and spoke with my neighbors like four times. I have a whole bunch of community online. That's something but I don't have a lot of people directly in my life as a community I've got you know a handful of people that I really love and yep. keep close and are precious I need to get better at doing community and one of the things I'm like really strongly rethinking is like how quickly I propel people out of my life if I think they're assholes yep. <clears throat> which has been I have enacted a zero tolerance policy since this whole transition thing. Okay. Um, because I didn't have any space for a while to for people to get it wrong because it hurt me too much. Right. And uh, so I'm trying to breathe and be patient with people and help them learn and help them not feel rejected like I'm the asshole because nobody wants to imagine themselves as the asshole so they'll just imagine that i am and i think that it's it's so easy to not see someone slip away into the darkness you know when when you reject them for saying a hateful thing well fuck this person i'm unfriending you on facebook and i won't answer your texts anymore and you might see them twice a year out on the street well, that person just lost all of the people that have reason in their life, potentially. Yeah. And they're left with what? <clears throat> you know, there's, there's a lot of things reinforcing stuff. So I'm I'm trying to recalibrate that as like, <laughs> and it ain't easy. Yeah. Because I don't want to reach out to the people that I think are the most hateful assholes. No. That I know. No. And like, just keep re-exposing myself to that. But I feel like that's actually the answer to some of this stuff. And and I, I'm trying, you know. And, and, and does that make sense?
2: Yeah. Um, and that's something that I tried. Yeah. And I ended up, the, the bus for me was yeah. the last straw. That was it. And uh, it was horrific. Mm-hmm. Nothing seemed to happen. Yeah. Uh, the bus left. Um, and people were scattered from that sidewalk when he drove the bus up on the sidewalk. Yeah. People had to scatter.
1: People moved out of the way.
2: Oh, yes. Definitely scattered out of the way. Uh-huh. Um, That was it. That was enough. The police didn't arrest him. Uh, he returned. That was the this is dangerous moment. Th- this yeah. is a dangerous moment. So you have a person who uses a bus as a weapon. Drives it across the sidewalk at people holding signs, supporting acceptance, diversity, love and peace. Sure. The person returns and begins physically assaulting a, a brilliant woman that I've had the pleasure of meeting several times. Huh? A brilliant woman. Alice. Alice, yeah. right? Um,
1: just wonderful person. She seems like a total sweetheart. I've known her online, only met her a couple of times
2: in person, but sweetheart. Very nice, just an awesome person. And that was enough. And nobody did anything. Yeah. I I shouldn't say nobody, but I mean, like, nobody from City Hall, none of those people did anything about it. Yeah. So so by doing that, they added to the terror of somebody uh-huh. using a very low-cost method of terror, which was sure. driving a bus across the sidewalk. Yeah. And and a potentially horrifically dangerous thing. It, and We've seen those horrors play out in Charlottesville, in France, yeah. where the gentleman took a truck, the person, excuse me, uh-huh. took a truck and drove it into a crowded uh, group of people, murdering innocent people. Yeah. Okay. Charlottesville was just a horror. Uh-huh. Driving a car into a street filled with people.
1: I, I'm, I'm so at a loss just on, like the potential danger of that. You've been in. You've gotten to know these people a little bit being here. Yeah. You know their names, you know their faces, you've yeah. spoken with them, they've yeah. spoken with you. Yes. What's that like? Um. Uh, with... with uh, the Yellow The, vest the, vest the vest Yellow vest. people. Like you've spoken We're with Justin. I have. I've spoken just with Justin yeah, a couple vest.
2: of times. We've spoken a couple of times, uh, several times on the phone. Okay. And then we arranged uh, a meeting where he and I sat down for a little over three hours. Jesus. Just having a coffee. Uh-huh. And I explained to him, it's time to de-escalate now. Now. Yeah. Like, there's no alternative. It's time to de-escalate now. Uh,
1: uh, If if there's one thing about that dude in particular, he's tenacious. Tenacious as fuck. He's been here. Yeah. Even when it's, like, nobody else, even when it's, like, 30 below, he's here. Yeah. Doing... Believing whatever he believes. Mm -hmm. And I I, I mean... uh, I've seen some YouTube videos with him talking. I've, I've seen his Facebook posts. He came on and, and posted on my Facebook wall at one point. I, he, he, I don't even know really what to say. Like I don't. Like outside of the we hate Trudeau, we think he's a traitor. It seems to hinge on immigration.
2: Um, sometimes it's Hitler
1: wasn't so wrong about this, that, or the other thing,
2: but yeah um when i started a discussion with him i told him as far as geopolitics go yeah i want no part of the conversation Uh uh-huh here's what we're going to talk about de-escalation and you leave and this is how you're going to do it okay and for three hours that was my entire conversation and Uh i illustrated to him eight points for him to leave and I kept on going on those eight points. Any cool. anytime the conversation went to a different direction, we went back to those eight points. Do you remember them? Uh, the or a couple of them? A at the very couple best? of them. He had to, uh, in writing and then publicly, denounce hatred. Uh, his entire group had to come out in support of the LGBTQ uh, S plus A community. I always get the acronym wrong. I'm sorry.
1: To S LGBTQ. Intersex, asexual plus, plus for anybody that we potentially missed.
2: Right. And I'm yeah. hoping I'm one of those people uh-huh. because you because know, I just want to be a dad. That's it. Sure. Right. Um and I just I just like the LGBTQ community. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, we're awesome. They are, right? Uh-huh. Uh and I, I yeah, I mean I can go on about the how awesome they are. Yeah, yeah. But um Ooh. the next things that they had to do were after they denounced hatred. Uh, we were allowed to change their signage to ensure that there was no racist, homophobic things on there. Yeah. It's going to take some time to scrub some stuff. Uh, we're also allowed to go onto his Facebook account, scrub any and all, anything that's, cons- that's directed at hatred itself, uh-huh. uh, as far as against uh, <clears throat> and any specific ethnic origin, anything defined by law is sure. what hatred is. Yeah. Uh, we're allowed to scrub. Any members of his that show up at any event that begin any anything of that nature of uh, xenophobia or racism. Like the lilies and eds of the whole thing. Because there's, exactly.
1: there's the yellow vests and then there's like the real assholes. Like the extra yeah.
2: crazy. Right. Not yeah. crazy, but the extra I, I call, hateful. I, they're lunatics. Yeah. They, they are. I'm, I'm not an uh-huh. expert in the field. I consider them lunatics. Yes. Yeah. Um, The other things was uh, that professional counsel for de-radicalization and for life coaching Uh would be offered and it would be for the entire family unit Uh, and would be based on some organizations that I, uh, the success at some organizations that uh, I've been involved with over the years that we mentioned previously, uh, who have their own series of hospitals, especially in the States. They they would be taken into that type of a program, and the entire family unit would would receive help. And any member of their group who decides that that's not the path they want to travel can receive that assistance, and everything would be paid for. The city of Hamilton doesn't Uh have to pay for anything. Uh huh. So and oh, sorry. And um, they have to leave. Uh huh. So they've
1: not been here for a week. Yeah, week one. That's a thing. Yep. What was the response in a general kind of sense to those things? Uh, as what
2: I expect, disbelief, um, because so many atrocities oh, I'm sorry, they also had to uh, apologize for misdeeds and try to atone for, for their past deeds okay. as well, or past misdeeds as well. It's a lot to ask. That's a lot to ask.:
1: it, it, like I mean, it all sounds well and right, and I'd love it if they were going for it.. Yeah. Are they going for it?
2: Uh, in piecemeal. Okay. Uh, little by little. And do you know what? That's okay. Uh, they weren't here this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, they had their little thing over at uh, Ottawa and Barton Street uh-huh. or Ottawa and Cannon Street. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday, there was one sign that was dubious in nature. Uh-huh. And, it's, and I've already made it very publicly known mm-hmm. that that kind of a signage I'm not particularly approved of. I I don't particularly approve of. Just because of the undertones that it refers to. Yeah. Um, But for the most part, he's held up most of his end of the bargain so far. Uh Uh-huh. Most of it. Which is, I think, a step in the right direction.
1: Uh, Well, you know, a a softer, gentler yellow vest um, remains a a yellow vest in, in certain ways the signs that I saw there was you know more than a couple anti-immigration signs that they had out um and it's hard to like when somebody's like I'm against immigration well it's hard to say well you're a fucking racist but that's what's going on there somehow because they're never against Australians coming here no you know no
2: or or people from Norway
1: right no I'm against Australians coming here (laughs) Too awful. They all like the red hot chili peppers. It's really weird. <laughs> um, and if there's any Australians listening, I'm clearly, it's get out of our country. <laughs> um, but getting aside, so I, I'm hopeful that that leads to bigger, better, good things. Yep. There's still. There's, like, a, a hangover of yeah. their presence here. Yeah, oh, that's the best way to call it, a hangover of their presence here. Yeah, that's a wonderful way of to describing it. So, who
2: was out on Saturday? Uh, who's, who's around? So you, what are they doing? You had uh, Ed out briefly with yeah. his camera, and he left shortly. Uh, there was a bunch of religious zealots who came out. they yeah. their own. Perverse version of So these are the sign holders from Pride, right? The, these are directly connected to the sign holders from Pride, from that yep. evil creature.
0: Uh huh.
1: Oh. Do, do we guess that that probably fades out? Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed.
2: Uh, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. And. Um, Yeah, I I just hope just from the horrible things that they say to people, yeah, I would highly suggest that they seriously need professional help. It's yeah. I
1: I I I wish, you know, better for them ultimately, but these are the worst. You know. These are the people that Ar- arranged to come to pride with people that they knew would commit violence yes and some of them committed violence at pride themselves
2: first punch thrown was by one of their members yeah Pinched and, the girl uh, straight in the nose
1: yeah it's uh, uh seen that seen that a couple dozen times too many uh, and, and how sick is that you know what I mean well so there, there were a lot of assaults committed there and it's and so I've I've watched through all of that video over and over again because
2: and, and that attack, that attack at Pride, yeah, was an attack against all of us, all of us, sure. Everybody, that was a city-sponsored, sanctioned family event. My family was just coming in, yeah, when when the fight happened, and people are mm. running out, going, "Oh my God! There's a huge fight! There's a brawl!" I grabbed the kids and. My wife and off we went. Yeah. You know, we or we laughed Sure. You know, uh, but how is that acceptable?
1: No, and we still allow you know, oh, yeah.
2: and, and, and <coughs> they still come down here spouting off their hatred. Uh-huh. Right? And those are the people that attacked beautiful, innocent people celebrating Hamilton, celebrating life, mm-hmm. celebrating the beautiful diversity in our city. How dare they? Well, some of it's celebrating gay sex
1: too, which is awesome. But <laughs> do you, do you, no, no, but okay. so I, I, I but here's a thing. This is important. Here's the thing about
2: gay sex and that. Who cares? Oh no, I was teasing. No, no, but I mean with but, them, they think that's some horrific. Oh thing. yes. Who, horrific sins, who, as
1: noted in the Bible.
2: Who cares? Yeah,
1: most of it's a translation issue in the Bible, but that's that's all it is. And the, the Bible was written by men. Uh, sure. Right? Okay. There's a thing. And 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 I said it a a couple times on Facebook leading up to Pride. To me, and and with my historic understanding of Pride, Pride is a protest. It's a celebration of being able to stand up for oneself even though things are really fucked up. You know, like, things are things are the way they are. Things are exactly as we're describing here. Yeah. And, and I'm seeing so many people stand up and I'm fucking proud of those people. Yeah. And, and that's why I look, I look at pride and I, I don't think of it as like, pride is for all, pride is peace and love. Pride is fuck you. Pride is, I'm doing this no matter what. I'm coming out, nobody can stop me. And, and that's like, I always think of pride in those terms. It's like, those are the most powerful things. Yeah. Like the the fuck you aspect of it, is so important, um, because for a lot of us, that's all we had for a long time. Yeah. It's just like, well, if you don't love me, mom, fuck you. And and it's like that intense, right? It's it's losing your family
2: and and friends and. But it's that ignorance. M- sure. That we have to combat. In my family, we don't look at pride as, um, as as a. Um, we, we look at pride as a way to celebrate I have open members of, yeah. of LGBTq Which is awesome in my family yeah I have a very as you're aware uh-huh. a very culturally diverse family yeah the only continent not represented by my family is Antarctica you gotta fix that literally' <laughs> for, give me a chance with the penguins uh-huh. right I like the members so <laughs> so anyways um so to us I and I understand to some people, It's, you know, standing up and saying, F you, this is our political discourse. Uh, With our family, it's a celebration of life. Sure. One thing that I adore about the uh, 2SLGBTQA uh, plus community is that you have all these people from all these different diverse cultural backgrounds, Mm -hmm. they all come together and they celebrate not only a little bit of their culture, but a little bit of themselves. Yeah. And what, what I love about the pride flag is it's colors. Mm-hmm. And when you take a little bit of that color and you add it and it's like a vial and you add it to your vial, your color becomes more brilliant, more vibrant, more beautiful To so That's what they celebrate. And then they support each other and they try to help each other. Yeah. That's what it's about. I mean, they celebrate life, they celebrate family, they celebrate people being people. Just mm-hmm. be who you are and be proud of who you are. And if you have a problem, that's okay. If you don't have enough spoons, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could lend you mine, but you yeah. know what? When you don't, that's okay, I'll wait for you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the sense of community, especially from Hamilton's uh, 2SLGBTQA plus mm-hmm. uh, community it's by the way
1: I, I, I don't want to take away from yeah, those yeah. aspects of Pride by you know me
2: but that's how my family's evolved it yeah. to look at it
1: I would say that coming here since the happenings of Pride this year is that you've learned about another aspect of it is that you know there are people out there that would kill me for being me
2: Yeah, you know and there's those people who did that they've They want to hurt my wife because she's gay. They want to hurt my daughter because she's diverse. They want to hurt me because I just want to be a dad. Yeah. How ridiculous is that?
1: It's, it's absolutely madness. And it's, uh, it's, I, I, I don't want to make too, too much of it. I'm left a little hopeful by them not being here. And it's a process yeah yeah uh because it just felt like it was i i look at this whole deal with anybody coming down here and doing anything hateful as a big advertisement to everyone else in the city that you can do that shit and get away with it right And that's my like real fear. Yep. You know. People getting headbutted down here and stuff like that. That's kind of that sucks. And the bus thing is scary. But what's like really scary is imagining somebody walking down the street alone, being identified as a member of whatever community they're of and being attacked for that kind of thing and, and people thinking that, you know, well, they can get away with this at City Hall. So, so this is what we can do in Hamilton, you know? yep. and and that's my, my real fear. So, I'm hopeful that with less bad bullshit happening here, um, that people think it's less okay for that kind of stuff to happen in the city.
2: It was never okay.
1: Well, do, do you know why? it? It was okay that it happened at Pride this year. They only arrested ah. the guy that hit people with a helmet, ah. right? So it so depends on how you define, okay, not
2: okay with me. Not okay with me. Do, yeah. do you know what I blame for all of this? I blame people like me. I blame every single person who listened to every stupid effing joke. I don't like swearing, but sure. every stupid effing joke, every stupid racist slurker, blonde jokes, new jokes, gay jokes, whatever they were. Sure. And when everybody walked away, everybody thought, ah, what an a when they said it. Do you know what? Tell them that they're an a And do you know what? Yep. And you see them. And when you work for a company like I've managed companies, mm-hmm. you tell them, "You're fired. You're gone. You want to be Donald Trump? Kiss." You know, Donald Trump can do me a favor. Do you know what that is? I can't kiss it myself. He can do it for me. Uh huh. Right. And Mr. Trump is one of the reasons why these people feel so emboldened because of what he said. Right. Uh huh. Um, and it's people like me who should have stood up to these people, should have stopped these things. Yeah. Years ago, and because we let it go. These things happened. Mm-hmm. Right? So we're all t- er, not the LGBTQ communities to blame. Yeah. Everybody else is because we never stood up to it. We allowed it to happen. We allowed all that fascist behavior to happen. We allowed those people to say those things. Mm-hmm. And we didn't speak up. No one spoke up. Just like City Hall did.
1: Yeah. I, it's like, I'm like, I, I, I take you know, some responsibility in these kinds of things myself I, I've sat there while these cracks are made you know, and, and, uh, and considered it more polite I, I've also told members of my family to go fuck themselves now and then for, you know things like that and I think that we have such fundamental politeness ingrained in us, that it's it's really hard to do that, but it's so important to not be polite to people that are committing hate crimes. You that's, know?
2: Right. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. I think I you had no
3: cameras for
1: a few Oh, well. This one just died right now. Want I wanted a battery. There's well, a battery.
3: Going like
0: this means with the oh. camera.
1: <laughs> I was pointing at the battery oh, ca- cover. better need a better, hand
2: need hand a better hand signal. Quick smoke. <clears throat> Yes, fuck yes. That's right. It's just, I get, I'm so fucking mad at myself for not yeah. dealing with these guys. Oh. Well,
1: it's the only thing we can do is be better, right? Thank you.
0: Are you guys going take a break?
1: Uh, yeah, we're yeah. at uh,
2: an hour four.
0: What are these? They're pretty.
2: Oh. oh, thank you. You're welcome. Sorry, it's just, you know. This should have been cured 20 years ago. <clears> hmm. <throat> that had never been. I
3: turned these off for the moment. Cool.
2: <coughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wow. a...
0: No, thank Not you. Not recording.
1: Need a light. Thank you. Sorry, I'm I... just looking. It looks like something going on in the dress. It gets yeah. dusty very easily and my so, fingers were
2: so, covered in makeup. Sorry, sorry for getting something out there. It's just... The
1: oh, back. God. He's passionate. Oh, no. It's terrible. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> it's way easier. <clears throat> it's way more relaxing sitting over there than it is here. Like when I'm sitting here, I'm like anxious. Uh-huh. But if I sit over there, the I, I, the I don't feel anxious. Oh,
1: okay. oh, the lights came on at some point. Yeah,
0: Lord. yeah, I was going to tell you the lights are just turning on now.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, they chose a color that goes with my dress. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> think <Great. laughs> they
3: Okay, they knew you were coming, mm-hmm. and you were going to wear that dress.
2: Do you know what Dakota? Here's the thing. They all knew about it 20 years ago, too. All of them did. Every single one of them. Sure. Like, we we could have nipped this in the ass 20 years ago.
1: So 20 years ago was only five years after the city. Let's go back to this when we're back on camera. Okay. So keep that in your pocket and say that to me. Okay. And I've got a perfect response. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Right? Like. It, and see, here's the other thing? It was Mayor in '95, Morrow? Morrow. Was it Morrow? Yeah. He, uh, either was, Bettina. He
3: was,
1: he was, was it Morrow or Bettina? Oh, it was Morrow. Okay. I, oh, I yeah. can just see, do a quick Google no, search. No, no, he's the one that he's actually a game at. He was. Yeah. Yeah. The Did he come out eventually?
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah my, uh, in the background, my family's been involved with Hamilton for a long time. <clears throat> you ever like St. Joe's Hospital? Did I ever like? Yeah, St. Joe's Hospital. Not a fan, but... Okay, you ever go to the Bishop Dowling Way? Yes. Oh, okay. Excellent. Uh, Christmas Tree of Hope? hmm My mother was the first chair and oh, he helped right. organize it. Very cool. So,
1: so you've had a Hamilton-involved family for a long time?
2: From the background.
1: Cool. I'm, I'm new here. Okay. Today. Or people still think of me as new here. It's been 15 years.
2: You're my neighbor. Hmm. Right? What part of town do you live in? Actually, I live up on the hill. Oh, okay, and, uh, you're re- one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I live, I uh, live behind uh, Hillfield.
1: Okay, cool. It's a nice area. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. My neighbors, uh, needless to say, kept the eye out for Ed, and they spotted him. Really? And yeah, right after uh, the problem with the kids. Uh, and of course, I get into the car. So the, uh, the kids were at the house at the time. Yeah. Because uh, I'm be trying to get, clean their clothes, do stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, kids went over to neighbor's house. I get into my car. Right. I found him less than a kilometer away from my house. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, needless to say, it was a quick phone call to the police. huh. And they're like, okay. And yeah. now it's Christmas. Yeah. I was just throwing my butts down the grate. Sorry? I was just throw my butts uh, down the grate. As
1: long as it's not storming. They go through the uh, sewer system and get filtered out. But if it's storming, they'll overflow into the bay.
2: We're good today. Mm-hmm.
1: That's like one of my uh, Hamilton pet peeves, oh. is the uh,
2: combined sewer system. How about the uh, dead spot in the middle of Lake Ontario? Yeah! <clears throat> that's yeah. the greatest you know i oh, consider climate change the greatest human catastrophe mm-hmm. and what? we've done nothing
1: i can't hear you look what i didn't i couldn't hear you <laughs> <don't know>. okay <laughs> do you need a huggle
0: try hand oh, signals
1: okay. I'm so tired. Uh, this I the arms are tired I this was. is the, the hand signal tired, for battery
0: for, that means battery <laughs> yep doesn't mean girl power or something
2: like that. <laughs> Black power.
0: Your skin is too white for
2: that. Yeah, I know. <coughs> well, we all came from Africa, so.
1: Yeah. Da, 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 da. Cool. Wait. Zoom zoom zoom.
2: Say <coughs> this was easy. Yeah, so 20, 25 years ago, we shouldn't have dealt with that problem. Oh, in the middle of like 25 years ago, yep,
1: 24 years ago, City Hall here yes. was embroiled in the midst of a fight against the queer community in Hamilton yep. to have pride at all. That's right. You know, they were working hard, paying good city money of the citizens to try to quash the idea of having pride. Um, Bob Morrow was the mayor then? He was, Yeah, he was. Yeah. And I mean, there's it's not my place to out anyone so i won't finish this sentence but, i will but fuck you, that guy how yeah, dare yeah. he what a fucking hypocrite yeah. it's <clears throat> it's hurtful that you know and no apology has been made nope by the city nope. by former mayor morrow uh, he's passed but yeah, yeah. and uh and that's that's like a, a black spot that has not been erased. No, no, it hasn't. And it's, and I, I you know, I, I want to think that we can do better.
2: We can. And I, I firmly believe the path forward on that is something that's been tried, has been proven with good mixed results. Mm-hmm. And that's a, uh, a reconciliation and truth commission. Bring it together. Yeah. And do you know what? Let's actually start listening to people.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, let's bring them all together. Let's take action on what they're saying. And yes, we need to atone for uh-huh. what has happened in the past. I don't know
1: how those kinds of things can be begun.
2: Conversations. It, yeah. It's where it all begins with a conversation I over like... a cup of coffee. over a cup of coffee.
1: Like so for Fred for Mayor Eisenberger. Yes, so I'm not calling him Fred anymore because we're not friends anymore.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yep. You know, since since he ignored my letters, okay. asked me to a meeting, but it was a private meeting, and I didn't want to do it. Um. Uh, like. I haven't seen any way for him to even say face in this by the bad job that's been done. And yeah. and maybe that's like one of the only things is like, you know, actually begin an actual process that creates something yeah. out of this in the future that, that does heal those kinds of wounds. Because all of this that's happened for the you know queer, trans, and non-binary communities, stands as a open wound. Yeah, you know, and and I, I, I that guy scared me. I can't speak for people of color, but I know that there are similar wounds within those communities. Definitely. About you know, this stuff being allowed to happen down here, about this being a place that isn't welcoming for people, about this being a place of harassment. Yeah. Um and and that's not what I want it to be and and, you know we've we've got the for me it started with the crosswalks over there yeah when uh, when I saw the reactions to people objecting to the um, rubber tire marks on there I object to the rubber tire marks on there yeah um, a lot of people saying a lot of well I don't care how come they're paying so much money to do something like that (laughs) that caused a lot of worry yeah I'd like to think that there's a way of moving forward in this. Yeah. Um because, okay. because I moved out of downtown to transition.
3: Okay.
1: You know? I, I moved out to Dundas. Okay. Uh it seemed safer yep. there. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful community. And and I don't like the idea of trans people in the future not feeling comfortable in Hamilton, yep. you know? And, and I'm hopeful. I, I know that, uh, you know, there's a better community connections out of that, this so far. But I don't know.
2: Yeah. Um, if Hamilton is supposed to be a city of peace, If Hamilton's supposed to be sanctuary city. Uh Uh-huh. If diversity embraces all. If diversity is acceptance. Hamilton has to be a city of acceptance. Uh Uh-huh. Of love. Not just saying it. Just not saying it. Acting out of Yeah. Right? Uh, One of the things I really admire about so many of the people that have come down here. We may have had philosophical differences Mm -hmm. on some of the things that I've done, like sit there for three hours just drilling eight points and just staying on those eight points constantly. Yeah. Um, We greet each other with hugs, with kindness. Uh, When we show compassion, when one of the yellow vesters dropped from heat stroke, even though they had been acted so abhorrently. towards everybody. I was the first person to that person with water. Uh Other people came over to make sure that that person was okay. Yeah. That's from, and those people were all from the LGBTQ community Mm -hmm. and myself because I get to be a plus now. right? Or the 2SLGBTQA plus, right? Well, it's ally would be the the, term. Right, yeah. And, And the thing is, everybody showed that compassion, that love. Yeah. And that that's what we're supposed to
1: be doing well it's, i've always looked at hamilton as being a city that's uh that manages to be a good city yeah. because of the people in it so it's in spite of a whole bunch of things it's in spite of the local government it seems to be in spite of the police in spite of there being some hateful people here it's i mean i, I really try to believe in the people of hamilton and and you know they're Creative spirits, their spirits of you know wanting to do better. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> um, and and I I think that I, I'm hopeful. I guess is is a good place to leave this. Yeah. Um, thank you for not only for for being here, but. For uh, Actually, one more thing to take care of before we go. The signs. So the signs yeah.
2: are a poem. Poem from my daughter. From your daughter. It's what she began writing, uh, The Night of Pride. Yeah. And the poem's called Diversity Embraces All. Uh-huh. And all of the placards that we've held, oh. uh, with the exception of this one, mm-hmm. actually came from that poem. Yeah, uh, this mm-hmm. this placard here is actually from somebody else. Mm-hmm. And when one of the hateful people on Saturday, uh, who is a, a religious zealot by my terms, yeah, um, tried to tear, uh huh, tried to tear it, yeah. put a hole in it. They can't ruin that message. Mm-hmm. They can't. Um, so I've taken a picture of it. I'm gonna try to mend it as best I can. And yeah, I think a little tape. Yeah. yeah, and that poster's coming out again.
1: Yeah. You might so be, this is somebody that came up and punched the
2: son Yeah, or punched or hit it or tore it. And and, and the thing is, the, you, you can't destroy that message. Uh-huh. The the poem my daughter made, which totally embraces exactly what's on this on this placard from this one person, is just about diversity, Hamilton, and pride. Yeah, because that's what my daughter grew up with. Uh huh. It was this realm of acceptance that everybody is just accepted the way they are. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you. It's
1: been such a pleasure chatting with you. My it. pleasure. Sincerely. Oh. Thank you very much. Oh, of course.